This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show, brought to you by Odyssey. This is the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show. Just a heads up, episodes sometimes include content not suitable for work and definitely not safe for kids. Now available on the Odyssey app. I secret. I think you want to know. A dirty little secret. About a secret little show. Vinny Secret Show for Wednesday, August 18th, 2021. It's Sarah, Vinny, Bryn, Nikki. We're all here. Hello. Welcome to our filthy little world where we talk about really anything we've ever, whatever. Most most of the time we talk about you and your problems. If you mm-hmm. have uh, bad advice that you'd like us to, I have a couple good ones today, a couple funny ones. Um, oh, good. Yeah. I, I figure, you know, I actually have a couple pretty serious ones and I haven't forgotten about you if you've sent your stuff in. I just, I try to, we did a couple doozies last week and trying to have a little more fun this week mm-hmm. right you know just light keep it light well, two heavy ones thursday and friday yeah and then v was she's so aggro yesterday i mean she's spectacular don't get me wrong i love her but boy she's just intense Whew. well she's sort of given a preview of being in a relationship with her i feel like i know that's you've the been thing warned. you make a suggestion she goes <laughs> <laughs> well, we had a lot going on behind the scenes <laughs> yeah it's true sure we did actually we're having trouble with connections and there you know it didn't i'm sure when you hang out with her she's like i'm sorry what'd you say what i don't know about that but yeah maybe it's what poor little drinky winky <laughs> Less intense. Yeah. Drinky winky. I really like her. You know, it's funny because we've never met her in person and, um, you know, because of the pandemic. But we feel like right. we have. But I totally feel like I, like I can't wait to hang with her. I think it's going to be a blast. It'll, it would be nice. It'll be great when we all do a show again, whether that's mm-hmm. Winterland, maybe this winter or yeah. not. I don't know. But, Pro- you know, my feeling is probably not this winter. I really am getting the feeling that people are backing it up. A little bit, yeah. You know, which is sad. It because, but we we tried and just don't. After all the hard work we put in with it and all the sacrifices people made, don't let's not throw it away. Just take right. it easy. Agreed. Do you think your mom's listening in Florida? Like, what are you guys talking about? You know, she probably <laughs> is. But we've agreed. We had a blow up she the other day. Oh, after yeah. after I was talking about you know how how they are at their you know blah blah blah. i'm not going to go into it again because i oh. you know i sort of patched it up oh was that but, the uh, blowout is she called and had well had she was pissed something to say to she you was, about you it know, she didn't like the light that i shined on them and and uh you know look i've got my feelings about it and she's got hers and we've agreed well, she, she should she, say and she's been how very she feels good. about you on her show 
<laughs> she should. I agree. She absolutely should. Her show, by the way, is a is a text thread with everyone on it. Oh, that oh. I have muted in my feed so that I don't Good. get the. There you go. Because you, man, you put one comment on there. Anybody, anyone on the, I'm not kidding you, 20 person thread. And it just goes all day. It goes all day. Your phone is just buzzing away in your pocket. So you just have to, have to mute the conversation. I'm like, I can't. And then I pick up my phone. There's 112 new messages. I'm like, well, okay. I am glad we don't do that at my, in my family. That does not yeah. happen. Anyway, that's my mom's radio show. And if, and mom, if you want to throw me under the bus on that show, please feel free. I'm, oh, is that what she felt? She felt like you threw her under the bus. Yeah, she just okay. felt like, I, but I really sort of told my truth. I spoke my truth. <laughs> so that's that. But anyway, think, yeah, it, I, I was just referring to, you know, other places in the U.S. are like what lockdown? Yeah. Well, no. Yeah. And she's in one of those places. And, mm -hmm. and it's right. absolutely. Uh, and that was one of the things is every time you and I would have a conversation about being careful or wearing masks or anything, I would get it immediately. She'd start texting me. That's ridiculous. You know, it's that's not real. It's just the flu. You know, all this stuff. So I finally just said, if you can't if you can't control yourself. This isn't your show. I'm not doing this show for you. I don't care what you think. We clearly oh. think differently. I'm going to block you. I mean, I've threatened to block her so many times. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's really not. If you don't do it, then it doesn't really hold any <laughs> yeah, weight. It's true. I found that out with kids. You got to follow mm -hmm. through. But I'm not right. going to block my mom. She's my mom. You know. Oh. But she's on thin ice. You're on thin ice, Ellie. <laughs> she's a great lady. Anyway, uh, getting back to the original thought, if you've got any kind of problem... Um, problems with your parents with your kids whatever they might be um you send them to bryn b-r-y-n <laughs> she can see how strong sarah's handling her own problems yeah. with her own family you she'll deal with yours great no it's Probably. funny how you, it's funny how you're really good with other people's problems and your yeah. own problems you're just like <laughs> i just don't know what to do and that's why we're here you know we'll tell you our thoughts on it i know what i should do i just don't do it uh and i'll tell you what to do you don't have to do it it's fine um, so send an email to Bryn at RadioAlice.com put Secret Show or Bad Advice in the title and we'll be sure to get it um, also I want to say uh, I don't know what happened yesterday with the text alerts that I send to people a bunch of people said they didn't get it from me I sent it I can see it in your mm. I just don't I'm so sorry it's, a, it's just a service I use that gave me a phone number where oh. you and I can talk and I can send you alerts when we go live and when we do the Secret Show the phone number is 415-358-1965. I don't get your phone number. I don't get any. I, all I get is your name. That's it. So what happened? People didn't get your People didn't get the thing. So oh, I got three of them. Well, that was weird. You got three? Yeah. Maybe you got somebody else's extra one. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I don't. I can't. Look, I don't know. All I was know is. Was from the same flea market that we got our other texting line from? Or? You know, it seems slightly better than that one in that it doesn't break the text up into a million pieces and they can send pictures. But it, you know, it's like a bargain. I'm not paying a ton of money for it. <laughs> right. You know, 40 bucks a month so I can be in touch with you. Whatever. You're worth it. Okay. Feel free to sign up for the text you might not get. I feel I'm happy to. <laughs> Just test it out with me. Okay. So this is, uh, this one's titled Weird Neighbor. And this is weird. And I don't know what these people should do. So maybe Vinny will have a crack at it. Well, I guess you're the people I should ask about this weird situation. My husband and I have lived in our house for 28 years. We love it here. We even still have all the same neighbors, although we're all getting old. 
Our neighbor directly across the street is the issue. The parents, the, the folks that live there, Ted and Alice, they've owned it since it was built in the 60s and have raised their family there. So they were young when they bought it. Now they're getting on. Right. I don't really understand the family dynamics, but about 12 years ago, one of their daughters moved back home with her husband for about for a couple years, year or two. Okay. We would say hi and carry on with our day, but found it very odd that the husband, Ray, would sit in his car parked in the street all day long just smoking like a chimney. Now, these are not young people. They must have been in their 50s at the time. So this is 12 years ago. They must have been in their 50s and not working. It seemed creepy to me, and sometimes people who came to our house would ask about it. It's just so odd. So there's this guy. He's the son-in-law, and he's just sitting out front smoking. Okay. Fast forward. Uh, so they were only there for a couple years, and this was a decade ago, 12 years ago. Fast forward to about two or so years ago, they moved back in. Clearly, the parents are now up in age. Right. And, in fact, the dad, Ted, died around that time. So only the mom's around. All right. Uh, I can't remember if they were already there when he passed or not, but it doesn't matter. Anyway, about a year or so ago, Ray just starts sitting in the garage with the door up for hours upon hours. The garage faces our garage. The two garages face, although the houses don't face, and she sort of tries to explain how the front is this way. And the and, and so I guess the garage's face and the front of their house, he can see from the garage, but the front of their house kind of goes a different way. Okay. Um, I imagine that's by design. So you're not looking right at each other. Right. Sure. So they're sort of looking just from their garage at the front of their house. but A little privacy. Right. Okay. Um, Their garage faces our garage. Anytime we go out to get the mail at the mailbox, uh, he just stares at us. He watches everything we do. Originally, we waved and would continue on. And if you can picture this, as I said, the garages face each other, but the houses go in different directions. Standing in our driveway, looking at their house, their front door and the rest of the house are over on the right-hand side. Then behind me, again, standing in our driveway, looking at their house, our front door and the rest of the house go left. So anytime we're in the front yard or sitting on the front porch, he's just staring. He has installed a TV out there. He has a cooler, etc. He arrives in the garage 10 or 11 in the morning, and sometimes he's out there until 2 at night. Just sitting there smoking and watching his TV and them. WTF. I'm assuming he goes into eat or pee, but basically he's sitting out there for the better part of every single day. At this point, we've put our blinds down on the front of the house because we have no idea what he can or cannot see. We try to get any front yard work prior to 10 a.m. because he <laughs> comes out <laughs> around 10. Them, huh? And we dread having to check the mailbox. That's they're like, crazy. They're like cooped in their house. If there's anything happening at our house, he just looks the whole time. And I'm so creeped out by this, I don't know what to do. I feel like he could give the police complete details on our comings and goings. I even checked the sex offender registry and nothing came up, thankfully. What, if anything, do we do? Love you guys so much. Thank you. So when this email started, I thought she was writing about my neighbors. (laughs) I was like, oh my God, is this? No, um, my neighbors are interesting in themselves and it's very similar and but my mom has actually gone out and cussed them out a couple times for what for what they are just really loud one guy ran up our we have like this fire escape like because we have that big field in our backyard yeah and my brother-in-law was out there and he heard this fighting and there's this guy with a machete there's always been cops around it's just interesting because it makes no sense on what's going on 
And we never, we mind our business. It wasn't until recently that my mom was like, enough is enough. So people call the cops on them all the time. Because of them running around with machetes? Yeah, kind of. And just. Well, that's a problem. That is a problem. I really don't. I think that that is actionable. But they hang out in their car. Like these random people just hang out in their cars and just smoke and are sitting there. And then they have like weird furniture in their front yard just sitting there. And oh no, a front yard junkyard. Yeah, no neighborhood it is. wants that. No, no, no. I like think an old got dishwasher and like a broken bird bath. Oh, two broken cars. One of those hail mary tubs shoved in between. Sure. Oh yeah. god. So right. I, I honestly thought she was talking about them, and it's funny because they got they always get into heated heated arguments in front of um in the in their driveway. Awesome. And my window looks out, so I just like literally peek through the window and they can't see me <laughs> and then my dad's behind me goes what's going on <laughs> and like, or my dad goes in the garage and watches and they're just yelling at each other and then recently they got in a fight and we don't call the cops on them we don't and re- just Why because it's you? not our business it's only a couple times that we have but it's on our business like we just want to be civil and it's uh, other neighborhood other neighbors call on them because they're so loud yeah and they think it's my mom they go that bitch over there keeps calling the cops. and she so run out there and say i'm out. not that one and, no my mom goes yeah i'm not bitch that's my mom <laughs> she doesn't yeah. do it but i'm gonna go out like, here and prove i'm not a bitch by screaming at the top yeah, of my lungs at you i got home from work one day from from the station and my sister goes you're not gonna believe what mom did i'm like what she goes she ran out in her pajamas and started cussing them out and because they were fighting about something and th- my dad was in the shower. So my dad's like, you don't do that. Like you need to wait for me or something. But then Rose. they actually, they actually came back. This Rose, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rose, calm down. <laughs> Jesus. It's just, she obviously they ticked her off. I mean, it's been going on for like, it started when I was a freshman in high school and it just hasn't let up. So, you know, that's a total stress factor. Yeah. Like your home is where you go to be safe and everything's fine and things are quiet and everyone's happy and you mm-hmm. get on with your neighbors. A bad neighbor ruins People everything. People have moved because of them. Well, I'm thinking you guys need to move. No, it's fine. I know. You've, you but it's the same thing. Winchester it's the Mystery same House thing, or whatever. Though, where or the, what happened was is the adults, like the parents, got older had their kids move back. Kids are in the their, kids are always the problem. The kids are in the right headspace, and then it the dad died, oh, and no. then so now it's just the older mother. Oh, this does sound like this. So that's this why situation. I was like, is this my is this my neighbor? Listen, I'm going to say to this lady who wrote, um, at least you don't have this going on. <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, at least the guy is sitting quietly in his garage. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's me, not as bad. Let me bad. help them out. I yeah, got this. Go, okay, okay, Benny. First of all. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. He's a cigarette smoker. 
That's what they do. So I'm assuming he's been told, we don't smoke in this house. And so he has set up his little space outdoors in order to be able to smoke his ciggies without catching crap. Hmm. That's not abnormal at all. You know all about it, Sarah, and so do I. I've never been one to not work and just sit around all day. But I absolutely used to come in and out of my garage when Mm -hmm. I lived in Oregon and I would, you know, puff my ciggies. Sometimes I'd bring a book and I'd stay through for a couple hours just reading. I got nothing to do. I'm going to sit here, smoke and read. Uh, You know, he set up his TV so he can do that. You know, this is stuff we used to do on our houses, although I've never smoked in my house. But plenty of people would just be able to smoke in the house. I used to smoke in my house. So he set up in the garage to be able to smoke and live his life. And clearly he's got no gig. So on top of being a cigarette smoker, uh, he's a fucking loser. Yeah. And so you are completely letting some derelict fuck up your life. Yeah. And please, by all means, do not move over this. Like what you need to do is learn how to on fire. Mm-hmm. No. no. Oh, no. Oh, no, no. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't I agree. Learn how to ignore, man. Like, right. really, you need to not care that some loser is looking at you. He has zero life. He's never leaving because why? Because they don't have any money to buy their own home. And they're going to be living in that house until the mom dies. And then when the mom dies, maybe they'll fight the other brothers and sisters for ownership. If you're lucky... The family will have to sell it in order to to divvy up the money. So that'll be the luckiest scenario for you to get away from these people. But in the meantime, live your freaking life and stop worrying about what some loser might think of you. He's just a cigarette smoker with no job. That's what you're tripping on. Right. You've never seen him get up from that chair or anything. So, you know, he's not going anywhere. And he's probably just bored of what's ever on TV. So when he sees you, he just is like, oh, what's going on over there? That's the show. And and there's something. That's his show. Right. right. And he has no qualms about just watching you and without he's not even sneaking looks. He's just sitting there. Taking it all in. He just doesn't. This guy's a douche loser. He's got nothing to do. Yeah, but he's, uh, you, Vinny is right. It's really hard to do that, to ignore someone looking and just knowing that your house is like under surveillance. Oh my God, thank you so much. Love what you. is that? But look, here's the thing. If you start, look, these things with neighbors escalate fast. So while on one hand, I might say, flip him off. Oh, yeah, I won't say that. One. No, because don't. Right. Because, you know, what you're going to do is create an escalation with someone who has nothing to lose. Yeah. People with nothing to lose, they're the scariest kinds of people. I agree. Because they will, they don't care and they will do anything. Right. And then maybe he lets your house on fire. Yeah, He's got, right. That's my point. He's got nothing to do all day, mm-hmm. but think of ways to F with you. So leave it alone. Right. Don't escalate with the middle finger or whatever thing you might think is cute or smart or I got him. I got the neighbor. Here's what I did to said today. You like this show, punk? That's not going to do anybody no. <laughs> any good. He's antagonizing someone who's already plotting to kill you. So... <laughs> What about I is I don't, I don't know if there's any way to do this. I don't know what your yard looks like or whatever, but I would totally plant a hedge. Mm, yeah. Oh, yeah. If, if there was room to do that, like just mm-hmm. something on the side yard that would just sort of block his view of the front or just something because honestly, one of the things that I 
treasure the most about being able, being lucky enough to be able to have my own home is that I want to basically be able to go outside in my slippers. I live in a little cul-de-sac. I don't go outside mm-hmm. up front. And even to get my mail, I put on something, bring yeah. halfway decent looking, whatever. But, you know, my backyard is kind of my haven. And right. uh, if I do want to interact with the neighbors, I can go sit on the porch. Um, I It would really bum me out to exit my home and feel like I was being watched. I totally, I feel you. I've got a guy like that in my cul-de-sac. Oh, do you? Yeah, oh, is it that one guy so from, you were telling me about? Is it that no, one? no, that's another guy. <laughs> oh. But, um... You know, from this email, it doesn't sound like this guy has any violent behavior or like he's definitely he's just creepy. Yeah, she said he's not on the sex offender list. You know, I consider, yeah, my home's my safe haven, but still in front of my house, it's it's public still, mm-hmm. right? So I, I don't go out there and, you know, naked or whatnot. Right, exactly. <laughs> but if he's not doing anything to hurt you, like I totally see that guy and I'm like, oh, whatever, he's cool. He's on his phone all the time. He sits in his car all day. What's up, JC? Is he smoking cigarettes or? He's on his phone. He's on his phone. He's just chilling in his car, window down in front of his house, parked in the cul-de-sac. I don't With care. With the I'm, sun I'm, shining on him and everything. stuff? Everything. It's like he's there all That's the time. Weird. He gets That's out. Weird. He goes into his house sometimes. But to be well, honest, he's, pee, you know. he's not hurting me. You know, it, it, I don't really care. I mean, he might, might see me in my underwear every once in a while <laughs> grabbing the mail, but uh, he's not hurting me. You go, out, actually under, feel, you go out in your underwear to pick up the mail? If I can feel like I can, I can get get it done really fast, <laughs> I'll do it real quick. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I love that. Like just real quick, um, but I don't feel like it's a it's not that big of a deal. You shouldn't uh, have to worry about this. Another positive any- thing is is now you have somebody who's on neighborhood watch technically. So maybe yeah, he'll I mean, step up and say something. Yeah, I was gonna say if anything, if there's a way to handle this besides ignoring them and just living your life because he's a loser who smokes cigarettes all day with nowhere to go. If anything, befriend him. Mm-hmm. Go over yeah, there. Totally I noticed you're watching and hanging out and I didn't know what was up, but I thought I'd introduce myself and say hi and, hey, and say hi. Then, then you say hi every time so that he knows, you know, you're watching him, whatever. Yes. But really, there's only one way to deal with your neighbors, and that's as peacefully as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because when you start escalating crap, you've now changed you're ruining everything. the dynamic in your neighborhood completely from one of hopefully peace and respect to one of hostility and possibly torture. All right. Yeah. And I know uh, someone who just moved, and he's a guy who had lived in this house for 25-something-plus years, but he'd been in a 10-year feud with his neighbors. 10 years of his life and he actually is a nice person this friend of mine but he's like i hate them and i'm all dang do you hear yourself your 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 voice even changes and it's because they've been at each other you know hatfield mccoy thing like these are neighbors that shouldn't be letting that happen but they have right they've lost all respect and they've they're torturing each other and you don't want to be that after my mom um because cuss them out they actually my parents were driving down the street and they stopped in the middle of the street so my dad stopped he was like oh great and they actually apologized to my mom they're like we're sorry for that there you go and my mom's like you know it got out of hand i just your grandma she's dying she doesn't need this and just we're just trying to be neighborly and so they're going good terms for now for now that's good (laughs) it sounds like they came to their senses yeah or maybe that grandma was like, you get over there and you fucking apologize. Probably. Maybe. <laughs> Probably. Maybe, but either way, that's the way to handle your neighbors is to do the right thing and have things be cool because 
unfortunately, especially now, not everybody has the kind of money in the bank account where they can be like, we're out of here. Let's right. move. How mm-hmm. long have your parents lived in that house? Um, like, Did you grow up in that house? Yeah. When, oh, whenever boy. you guys, when did you guys start on Aerie here? That's 97. When, yeah, that's 97. And, and most people would be like, forget about whether we've got the money to move. Resetting our tax bill to whatever it's going to be in the new house, we can't let that happen. Yeah. It's insanity. I know. It's taxes. Right? Taxes, yeah. Okay, you ready for another one? Yep. Yeah. Hello, lovely Alice family. Looking forward, uh, looking for your advice on two things. Number one, I'm a 26-year-old female living my best hot girl SF summer. Been dating oh, around yeah. on apps, one-night stands. Don't Get worry, it. I've been STD and COVID safe. Get Sounds it. like it. Anyway, there That's is one guy. That's what everybody says, though, so I don't, I don't trust whatever. that at all. But go on. <laughs> There's one guy I mean, in particular. I used to say that. Uh, what? We tested, right? You tested? Oh, cool. Sure. Okay, great. I believe you. Let's do this thing. Bareback. My tips are either, but <laughs> yeah. I would have stopped. Can I push it in? Can I, pu- I would have okay, stopped. stopped. I would have stopped if you said no, but uh, you know, I'm pushing it. If you said you had herpes, I'd stop right there. If scars, if scabs were visible, I definitely I'd, I'd would. stop. But since they're not, I'm going for it. <laughs> anyway, there's one guy in particular that I am vibing with, and we get along super well. To be honest, I'm kind of catching feelings. Since we were getting along so well, I held off on sleeping with him. So the day finally came and we wanted to cross that line. We split a bottle of wine. Okay, maybe a bottle and a half. We're feeling frisky and we headed to the bedroom. I'm not sure if he was just super drunk, hasn't had sex in a long time, or is just terrible in bed. But he literally finished in five seconds. Like one thrust and done. He didn't even offer to finish me off. He just went to sleep. Mm. Here's why I need advice. Two things. He left on a two-week vacation after that night. (laughs) Things have been normal and we've kept talking. I still like him, but I really want to figure out what's going on sex-wise. He'd be the perfect package if that improves. Which, I mean, we can only go up from here. I Question hate one. that I'm going to end up being the one to take this. Nah, I got you. I'm with you. <laughs> Question one. Do I bring up what happened? Question two. If he just isn't good in bed or is less experienced, how can I try and improve his game? Thank you so much for the advice. Take it away, boys. So look, there's a very famous Sarah and Vinny story that many people who listened to the show way back when would remember, which is there was a day I'd been with this girl. We'd hung out a couple times. We hadn't boned yet. We did what what you just wrote there sounds eerily familiar, Mm -hmm. especially after I got to know her a little more and realized that chick fucked around. But with me, she thought there might be something more there. So we both held out for a month or so by the time I did her I was ready to come before I mean before we even got in bed like I was we'd had we'd made out we'd had you know there'd been it's been hot for her for a month there'd been some things that had happened but we hadn't done it yet and so when we finally boned and it was a little longer than the one pump chump here that you're talking about but not much more I think we did it for about three minutes max, and that was the end. And and I was embarrassed. I, it sucked. It sucked for me. It did sucked you roll for her. over and go to sleep? 
Well, I rolled over in that usual. Did you apologize profusely, begging for no, forgiveness and another chance? Because I tried to just, <laughs> but I, but I did not go to work the next day. Did you go down on her afterward to get her there or something? Like, did you no. do something to get her off? You just were you shriveled up and you fetal positioned over. I don't know exactly what I did. I'd be lying and making it up if I told you because I don't know. I don't know how I handled it exactly, other than to say that I decided. At some point, whether I fell asleep or didn't sleep and just sat there, you know, bummed the whole night waiting for my, you know, second shot the next morning. Right. Mm -hmm. But what I didn't do was go to work the next day. So I missed my own show. Yep. You sure did. I was called in sick with all weird. Like we couldn't even figure out what the keys was. Yeah. Oh, but then I also I can't I don't have my phone, but you're on your phone. It was like a whole it was a really poorly executed. (laughs) Well, of course, it was poorly executed. A, I'm a bad liar. B, I was lying the whole time. And C, I couldn't exactly say, listen, I really like this girl and gave her the worst lay of her life last night. I had to stay because I needed another shot. I wanted to do a better job and hopefully improve my chances for this to become a thing. So that is. Yeah, well, and this is an end. By the way, the next day was. 10 times better. We both got what we needed and it was more fun and more relaxed. And we were able to laugh off that first night mistake. All right. So, so now we're furious. Now let's see. I want to hear what you <laughs> yeah, say. My coworkers that, have never let up, but <laughs> now, you know. now that girl is writing in and you know, how do we advise? So, her? so here's, here's what I would say. First of all, cut him some slack just be, for the reasons I just said. There you two are building up it's obvious he really likes you there's no way he's stoked that he finished in a second right he can't be happy about that we want to bone you you for 20 minutes like porn stars we don't want to bone you for one minute no one wants that so i'm assuming he's bummed and this is an opportunity for you two to try again and do better but whether or not look i've heard there are guys who think that that's good enough I'm sure, Sarah, you've had guys who humped you, rolled over, and that was that, and you were like, what? So that's what this is, huh? I gotta go. <laughs> get my clothes and get out. Well, what about you, right? Brent? What are your thoughts on this? Like, she should, so her question is, do, does she bring it up? And if he just isn't good and better as let's experience, yeah, how can I, I think, try and improve I think him? his biggest problem is he didn't communicate what happened like he could have just been like you know and he left the next day and fell asleep right afterwards i don't get all that <laughs> i don't like yeah. that that's that, that thing is like does this he should have been really is? troubled by himself right <laughs> i know right <laughs> right it's happened to me before and i have to say, i'm pretty sure vin can agree with me you're all you're thinking about is redeeming yourself like all you're right. thinking mm-hmm. about is make sure that I can show her that I can I can actually fuck. I really can't. I really can't. I've got so mad skills. I, I swear it. I just it needs to be the me, perfect storm. I was more like, hey, you know, I, I'll get you next. I promise. I swear. I was just. I mean, you're super hot. So that's kind of how I dealt with it. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know how. What's wrong with this dude? I mean, you should absolutely talk to him, Barb. Though, ask him. Say, you know. Say, this, hey, I was that just a fluke? I would I'm so hot. Went for round two within like a couple hours, though. Because, yeah. you know, that's what it That's takes. what you got to do. You uh-huh. got to go back and redeem yourself. And look, I threw my coworkers. Did they say, listen, we got you. 
you can have a day off. No, they went all points bulletin for Vinny. Find him. Find him. Because and tell it, us if where you had just is. told us we the actual story, then we would have gone, all right, give the guy a shot. And, and but instead you lied and made. it was weird. And then, such and then a you scene didn't, was made. You actually didn't tell us for 10 years. I didn't tell you till I came back. You Right. <laughs> you figured enough time had gone by. So there was always <laughs> there was always this weird, like, remember that one time that Vinny won't talk about? Like, what the fuck happened then? <laughs> right. No, I told you that. So I did that happened in 98 or 90, 98, probably. And then I didn't tell you to probably 2008. I think it was like the first thing out of your mouth when you came back. I don't know about that, but it definitely was one of those <laughs> things where I went, I guess I'll let this story out of the bag. But I remember DiNardo. He pulls me in the office. Such a scene had been made that day and the following the day. Our boss at the time, he pulls me in. He's like, I don't know what the fuck is going on with you. I know you're lying to me. I don't know what happened. And I'm just looking away from him. Like, I don't want to make up a story. Just just be mad and tell me what my what I got to do. Like, please. And he was like, but you got to, you, your car's broken or you, you catch a cab. You And he starts telling me all the ways I can't let this happen again. And I'm just sitting there like, I can't tell him. So I'm just going to wait. <laughs> For 10 years, and then I'm going to tell him. <laughs> and everybody else. I never else. told him. I mean, maybe he's heard the story by now through the airwaves, but I never told him. I, I'm sure I told him. I probably called oh, him. Oh. You know what he did? You know what it was? <laughs> I still talk to Donardo. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. still, I like you him. You should I call him up. Tell him, say, hey, in case you don't know the story, you know, that's one time when I was lying through my teeth for like a I'm week sure. and a half before finally you guys started to forget about it. Other things happened. <laughs> All right, we're totally out of time. Vinny, give us the magic words. The end.